Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Brute Force. If it doesn't work, you're just not using enough. You're listening to Software Radio. Special Operations Military News and Straight Talk with the Guys in the Community. Hey, what's going on? This is Rad, and I have a special edition of Soft Rep Radio today. As always, I bring you the hits. I got the people who are making things happen. And today, I have Daryl Fannin with me, who is running a production company for film and television, right? Is that correct? Yeah, man. We're Technically, we're more than a production company, but we can get into that. Yeah, for sure. Well, and also, you're an Army veteran served in the United States Army. I believe the military occupation specialty, also known as an MOS, is called a 68 Whiskey. Is that right? That's right, man. That's it. Yeah. Medics. Let's go. Before you jump into your history, I heard a story that you never talk down to a medic because one day your ass will be looking up at one. Is that right? (laughs) That's right. 
That's right. That's right. I mean, look, thankfully, I'm always kind to the guys who talk shit to me because, you know, that's who I am. So it would only be light torture, whatever. <laughs> Ramming that thing down their nasal passageway gently. <laughs> exactly. Nasopharyngeal airways. Like, you know, you needed to hook up because you drank too much. Maybe you wouldn't get a full bath, you know, that kind of thing. Oh. Now, how long did you do that in the military for? So I joined at 17 years old. I was pretty young when I joined and I was in for nine years. So I was, I was around for a minute. I grew up rural Tennessee, joined the military to kind of find my bearings. It was actually a really crazy story. I don't know. If, can I jump into my backstory? Tell now? me, yeah. Just... What made you join the military? Is there something like before this? Yeah. So basically born into a hyper conservative sect of Christianity. It was actually like a cult. So I wasn't allowed to listen to music. You know, we were talking about Rammstein and all that earlier. Definitely wasn't allowed to listen to any kind of music. Wasn't allowed to go to the movies. Couldn't own a TV. Couldn't wear shorts, play sports. You know, those kind of normal things. So at 17, I realized like, oh no, I believe a bunch of crazy shit. I got to figure out my life. And so I joined the army to kind of do that. And of course, I had never even been cursed at, right? So I joined the army at 17 years old as this kid who grew up like under a rock, extremely sheltered. And it was insane, as you can imagine, going from like super sheltered to the U.S. military. It, it was wild. You know, I can understand this is our Forrest Gump moment right here. It's like, do you even know what it's like to not have legs? He's like, I do. I do. I was raised Mormon my whole life. You couldn't drink oh, no coffee. Kidding. Oh, Yeah. Not only did they have to adhere to strict guidelines, they had additional guidelines that were in place on top of those. And so it's like very much when I joined the military, I didn't know really what Pentecostal was. I didn't know what Protestant was. I didn't know that Jedi was a religion, you know, and everybody's going to church on Sundays. (laughs) And I go to church to see the Mormon church. And I was like, wow, everybody's rocking out on drum sets. I'm just saying it like just opened up. My mind. Yeah. I met a guy named Shy Town from Dallas and a guy named Dallas <laughs> from New York. You know, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Austin from Jersey. I was like, what's right. happening? <laughs> what's going on here? Right. So you went through this hodgepodge. So I know where you're coming from with that whole, you know, my dad was Army Green Beret. So we never traveled. We just always stayed here. He traveled. Yeah. So you get yeah. out of this cult religion. Is the religion something that's out there right now? What's this name of it? It's the United Pentecostal Church. It's split up several times since then. We were in a hyper-conservative sect of this group. And I grew up, my dad was a pastor. I grew up poor, right? Like my parents' bedroom, living room, kitchen, and dining room was all in one room in the side of the church. And then my little brother and I shared like half of a Sunday school room as a bedroom. So we had like maybe 400 square feet for the entire family. You know, it was impoverished community, like middle of nowhere, Tennessee. So there were, you know, cow farms and we hunted for our own food and we grew our own crops a lot of times. It was a very different life than I'm living now in Los Angeles. You know, it just couldn't be more different, which is wild. And in the military, I'm so grateful because, you know, I joke that I went from one cult into the other because it's all about rules and regulations and like following the order. And I was really good at that, which was amazing. So like kind of my childhood set me up for success. And the military does a great job of giving you those metrics for success. So I knew what to shoot for. And then I just turned my brain off and put one foot in front of the other And I did really well. Like I was the soldier of the year for the 278th Armored Cav in the state of Tennessee, Southeast region of the United States, got to compete with the big army. I sat across from the Sergeant Major of the Army, Kenneth O. Preston, and he was like, Fannin, you need to get promoted, go to college, get a degree. 
And I was like, that sounds amazing. And so I was a lifer, you know, like I was going to do 20 years and retire. So it was crazy because at 17, the military gave me like a lot of leadership. So I was like a platoon guy, you know, which was like, okay, great, basic training. And then at AIT, our advanced individual training at medic school, I was a student first sergeant. So there was like 500 plus soldiers that I was responsible for maintaining accountability and all that. And it really helped build within me kind of this leadership mentality. It helped me understand how to like assess the world. And also it was amazing because, you know, growing up in a very sheltered environment, I was suddenly introduced to people from all walks of life, you know, from all kinds of different backgrounds and belief systems. And I'm sure, you know, like you coming from the Mormon faith, it was really amazing because you just got to expand your mind so quickly. I saw that everybody all had the same common denominator that they wanted to worship. And that's what I I love about people is, we can all have a common goal and achieve it in our own way. And I like what a lot of faiths say. They say, be nice to one another. Treat exactly. you know, yourself well and your body well. Yeah. So, But in anything, homie, there is like two sides. Yeah. There's an extreme and a really lazy version and a middle ground, right? It's like, that's right. so what side yeah. do you take it? It goes crazy here. There's a whole town on the other side of my city here in Utah that is still the yeah. old fundamental Latter-day Saint multiple wives it looks like a big house with one little door but it's a huge normal house with like just one door because they got like 25 kids it's crazy yeah dude you know what's wild so have you read educated by tara westover no but let's plug it listen it is my one of my favorite books so i just made a list of my favorite books throughout the years because it's definitely changed educated by tara westover it's about she was lds traditional family her father had some mental health issues but it was really wild because they were obviously anti-doctors and all that stuff my mom also for a while like would not go to the doctor their faith healings all that stuff but her brother was actually set on fire they worked in a scrapyard like almost all of her siblings were like in danger for their lives at different points it's a fantastic book and it very much reflected my own experience Mine was way less extreme, Uh, but it reflected my own experience of like this idea that you begin the world and you're born into this world with limited information. And so whatever inputs you get as a child, that really shapes you. And I personally see that as a superpower because now it's there were a bunch of negative things and, and people like to focus on that. But the positives that I got from my childhood, my parents taught me that I could do anything if I put my mind to it and I believed. You know, like I was taught to love my neighbor as myself, like to see that there's value in you and then to support you. I was taught to like service and doing unto others and being kind and hard work and worth it ethic. And all of that translated so beautifully into my career in the military and then also in my career in Hollywood. So I'm very grateful for this whole weird experience that has been my life. I've kind of lived three very different lives. We could play chess and talk about this, you know, like sit here and be like, what's well, like for me and what it was like for you. And, and then I went through the military. My dad grew up army, right? So not quite the pastor, but very religious in the church. And, you know, as a Green Beret, my understanding is that you have to have a faith. Okay. Like you have to, you have to have a higher power to believe in because you're going to need one. So I see where they're coming from as like the needing to have that brain power, but the medic, here he comes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So one of my best friends and my writing partner, we did the green berets guide to surviving the apocalypse for Netflix together. Awesome. Sean Vance. And I love Sean. Great guy. It's very interesting because he was an 18 X-ray. So he didn't do the whole, like you had to serve for five years in the military and go in. He went in as a teenager, straight into the Green Berets. So he was one of the youngest. He was also a medic. So we 
you know, jammed a lot there. But it's very fascinating because the idea of force multipliers and the idea that they don't have support for those of you who don't know, but like this 12 man team just deploys into the middle of nowhere and then they have to train with locals, they're force multipliers. So they actually train them into these small armies. So you could enter into a small area with no support and then go to a bunch of locals, have some cash, you know, do whatever, make some deals, do some training. And then you have a force of like 400. That's wild to me. It's such a cool experience. There is something that's so helpful in having something larger than yourself to believe in, you know, whatever that may be. I think a lot of people in the military find that very, very helpful. 100%, because one thing that my dad's medic on his team carried was a bottle of NyQuil. And it was, in case anybody yeah. got the, <laughs> I mean, you know, NyQuil, NyQuil, right? But when yeah. you go to the Philippines right. and you're in the middle of the jungle, and you're working in the North area with the indigenous people trying to figure things out. And you got this snot-nosed kid not stopping crying. Your medic goes over. It's like, here, little kid. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're like, exactly. our kid is asleep. He's not crying. His yeah. snot has dried up. Yeah. Where do you want us to fight? That way? It's like, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I know several people who worked in these kind of missions where it was like just providing aid and it's the hearts and minds, right? Like that principle translates no matter what. If you are a good human being and you put that out and you help other people, the rule of reciprocity, you know, it says like, oh, you've helped me. I want to help you. And I think it's wild to see how that can be applied in many, many different aspects from, you know, downrange, working with locals to, you know, in L.A. Working with locals. Yeah, exactly. Working with locals. That's <laughs> the right. indigenous people. Yeah, the stranger in a strange land here, you know? I was just there again, seeing Ramstein as I was bringing up to you in our green room talk. That was a great show, Ramstein. I recommend it. Everybody listen to Ramstein if you can. But I didn't want to believe it. This guy said, what you're going to see down here in LA right now is you're going to see people walking around with Louis Vuitton bags, but stepping over people that are in the sidewalks. And lo and behold, my wife and I went out for a bite to eat in the area. We we're like, let's go walk downtown LA. And you know, I'm a big dude. I'm not too scared to walk down there and we were walking and lo and behold someone was just laying across the sidewalk non-moving you know the first thing that kicks in is I think about family that has been in that same position in my life that I would want to care for that individual and so my wife's like Aaron let's just make sure that they're breathing you know let's just make sure that this dude is breathing and I want to see some vitals before I go in but you see his wrists are all like petechia with blood you know and you see all these quick real fast like triage assessments of this individual and I just don't want to be the person walking over him. Yeah, it's so bad here. I remember one of my first memories of Sean and the reason why I knew he was a good dude is because we were walking back. There was a homeless man that was passed out on the porch in front of this spot in Beverly Hills. We walked in and he looked down at him and he was like, man, this just breaks my heart. And he went inside, he got a bottle of water, a couple protein bars and just kind of stashed it beside the dude. And I was like, Sean's a good guy. You know, <laughs> he checks the box for me. Like, there's humanity here. And the dudes that were behind me, they are like, yo, bro, hey, move over. <laughs> like, roll over. Because literally, you're laying in the sidewalks. Like, what do we do? We don't want to, I don't know. You want to, but you don't want to. It's the weirdest thing of humanity, bro. <laughs> it is, man. I came out here in 2014 after I got out of the military. And I've been working in the industry in Hollywood ever since. Like, I sold a show to Netflix with Matt Damon. It's the Green Berets guide that I sold with Sean. And I felt so fortunate, dude. We were on a rocket ship. I was very successful very early. And my world went from, you know, being in the military where you know you're not making a lot of money to now we're like, oh, I'm hanging out with like millionaires and billionaires. This is weird. And I was losing perspective. I could feel that like there's this weird comparison thing that happens where you look at yourself. And even though I'm living 
better than I had ever lived in my life. I was looking around and I was feeling like dissatisfaction in my life and I couldn't figure out why. And look, here's the reality. I was living a block from Rodeo Drive. I was just in the worst of the worst when it comes to like this kind of over opulent living. But I felt myself like my internal guide was off and I was feeling so self-absorbed. And I was like, you know what? I really want to get out of this funk where I'm so focused on myself. And when I know that I'm in a healthy place and I'm doing better, I'm helping and serving others. And so I started finding places that I could volunteer. And I ended up going to Skid Row every other Wednesday, go out and feed the unhoused. We would hand out water and food and stuff. And it was like an immediate, like, I remember how grateful and blessed I am to have my mental health, to have food on the table. Like, you know, the fact that I can have clothes that I can wear that aren't covered in, you know, human excrement. There's this thing that we forget is that these are human beings and a lot of them are vets, man. It breaks my heart. I stopped the A complex down here because it's such a terrible problem. And we're as a society not doing what we need to do to take care of these people. And it makes me insane, especially veterans. Like we're responsible for their mental health. We are the one who put them in this situation. And then we have denied them the support and help that they need. And it's a problem and we got to address it. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, jail's not quite the place 
for some of these problems, right? I know the VA has services and I know here, like in Salt Lake, we don't have that abundance of like what's happening down in LA because it's a warmer West Coast city. People just migrate to that. I mean, if you're gonna go to the beach, I guess, but here in Utah, you know, I was talking to my law enforcement officer friends. He's like, Rad, we have services here. You just gotta come into the station. In fact, if somebody doesn't have their license or their birth certificate and they don't have an address and they're freaking out, how am I gonna get a job because I don't have these things? The Salt Lake City Police Department will let you come inside, request your birth certificate and your driver's license and they'll go pull it through their organization and get you your driver's license fast and let you use the Salt Lake City Police Department address as a residence. So all of your mail can come there. So now you can get your birth certificate. Now you can get all of this stuff, but people freak out. It doesn't cost anything. It's a service. I'm just letting this be known. If somebody happens to hear it, they can just go there and use them as a friend. Say, hey, I just need to get a birth certificate and a driver's license to get on my feet. They'll help you, their services. He just says no one does it. He's like, no one comes in. I mean, I think part of that has to be awareness. And then part of that has to be, you know, we have some real bad narratives around LEOs and the role of LEOs. We have a real problem in our society where, you know, I think that there's a lot of very well-intentioned individuals who we have so many programs that are in place, but we aren't able to get that help to the people who need it or the people who need the help to the places where it is located. And, you know, it's a scary place to go to the police department and turn yourself in, <laughs> say, I need help. If it was something other than that, perhaps, but that's just how it's designed. They just have this system in place. I love that system though. And I think it's huge. And I hope that someone listening takes advantage of that if they need it, because that's amazing. I love to see that there's people who are in the world trying to solve these problems. Right. And giving somebody an address that doesn't have an address is a big deal. And so, you know, for them to receive mail, if they're trying to get on the up, who doesn't want to help somebody trying to get up? So the Green Beret's Guide to the Apocalypse, what is this title? Yes, the Green Beret's Guide to Surviving the Apocalypse. It's a half-hour it. action comedy about the end of the world, right? So basically, I'll give you the whole spiel. It's a lot of fun. So I love it. When I got out of the military in 2014, came out to get my MFA at Loyola, which is Loyola Marymount University. It's a great school. They have the Yellow Ribbon Program, so they paid 100% of my education. I had friends that were going like $100,000 plus in debt to go to this program. I'm very grateful. And so halfway through that program, we ended up selling this show to Netflix. And the backstory is that Sean and I had been writing together. He came out to do UCB and Groundlings and like stand-up comedy. I came out to write. You know, I was also getting out of the military and, you know, trying to reintegrate into civilian life. I met with Sean. He was hilarious. And I was like, oh, dude, he was like, I've always wanted to write. And I was like, yeah, let's write together. I've been doing this for a long time. I can help you write. You can teach me how to be funny. I'm a better teacher. <laughs> so we started working together and we wrote a bunch of scripts. We optioned a few things. And at the same time, he had gotten this job training the who's who of Hollywood. So he got John Krasinski ready for 13 hours, Bradley Cooper ready for American Sniper. As we're doing all of this, we're pitching shows. And I went from like the military into like the internal den of Hollywood, which was absolutely amazing. And we were getting feedback on a lot of our scripts. And Matt had actually read a bunch of our stuff. One of the scripts was called Glutes. It was about a Hollywood gym known for turning asses into stars. And it was like, you guys are hilarious. This is so fun. But all of these people here in Hollywood have been to a Hollywood gym. They know what that's about. You have to write something that only you can do. And so, because if not, they're going to take that idea, they'll give it to a bigger name, they'll give it to a showrunner, recreate your idea and do a worse version. And we were like, that's good advice. So we sat down and we came up with this idea. 
and it's an anthology series about the end of the world. So every episode is its own end of the world scenario. And so it's like nuclear attack, super volcano, asteroid. And the catch of this show is the lead breaks the fourth wall and tells you how to actually survive. It's the most insane thing ever. It was a lot of fun. And we got to write, act, and produce this whole thing. But it never aired, which was crazy. So after three years of our lives building this entire show, some stuff happened that I can't really get into. And it got rugged. So this was like, we had shot the whole thing. We had edited it. We were in color and mix. So in film and TV, this is the very last phase before you turn everything over. And it was absolutely insane. I didn't even know that this could happen. But on the plus side, on my very first show, I got to write, act, and produce. And I actually even started running production meetings. And so I got like to look at all of the insides of how this industry works. And I was like, one, this industry is incredibly inefficient. <laughs> it's, it's insane to me. And two, it's not super equitable. Like there's this crazy thing called Hollywood accounting. And I'm sorry, I'm, gonna, I'm ranting right now, but no, please keep I'll going. circle back. But no, go. Hollywood accounting where the industry and the studios are basically stealing billions of dollars in artist royalties. And this happens to literally everyone. And they're doing it to kind of avoid taxes. So basically, like, do you know the series Lord of the Rings? Have you seen Lord of the Rings? Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. So Peter Jackson, who's the director, was supposed to get seven and a half percent of the royalties from that show. The trilogy was made for two hundred and eighty one million dollars forever. Yeah. Two hundred and eighty one million dollars. It brought in six billion in global receipts. Right. By the time they were done with this uh, corrupt accounting practice, they said that that movie trilogy lost millions of dollars, which means that Peter Jackson got zero of the royalties, he was supposed to be getting royalties on almost $5.7 billion and he got yeah. nothing. Yeah, um, because a lot of actors take points all, on the back end. That's right. So for instance, Tom Cruise in the last Top Gun Maverick, it was freaking great if you haven't seen it, but Tom Cruise was owed about $100 million in streaming royalties that he's not getting. And it's insane. It happens all the time. I don't blame the individual studios. I don't think it's their problem. It's just the system that we operate in where their goal is to make as much profit as possible at whatever means necessary. And to me, that's not super equitable, you know? Right. And the Screen Actors Guild does have a hotline that actors can call to try to track their residual checks and see, you know. So if you're an actor out there and you are listening, you know, and you're trying to figure out, do I have a residual for that SAG project that you worked on screen actors guild you should call the sag residual department by googling it and giving them your social or whatever information they ask for and see if you have a 40 dollar check coming in okay (laughs) because i think my last residual was like 63 dollars i opened it on tiktok i'm like i got a residual let's see how much it is (laughs) (laughs) well what what was it for what was it that one was for stephen king i play andy mcgee in the tv series firestarter where the child has fire capabilities to blow everything up and then i have like telekinesis with my mind it was a series i was the reoccurring father Uh, i was supposed to film in san diego and uh, not to get off on this horse but 9-11 was going on and nobody really wanted explosions and so (laughs) i know you had the rug pulled out from underneath you hi I introduced myself yeah, and more yeah, commonalities exactly. with each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, after this show got rugged, we wrote a really amazing story about Ludmila Pavlenchenka, a female Ukrainian single mother who in World War II was a sniper. She killed 309 fascists, so Nazis in World War II. She was a total badass. She fell in love with her, com- with her commander who 
kind of was acting as like a senior spotter. They got married behind enemy lines. He got blown up by a mortar. So then she basically turns super terrible and she just like starts running off on her own. She started shooting people in like hips, ankles, knees, whatever. She'd get a buddy would run out. She'd shoot that dude in the leg. Then she'd kill them all. She became known as the red bitch or lady death. And the Germans, you know, were freaking out. She was a propaganda tool for the Russians in the best way. She basically develops drops. So snipers in that time in World War II were in a trench and they were like every 25 meters or so. But when she actually enlisted, they didn't even give her a gun. So she had a grenade, a shovel and 10 rounds. And her standing orders were to pick up a weapon off of her fallen comrade because they were so understaffed and are undersupplied, which is insane. Blows my mind. It's like, pick up the one from the dead guy in front of you. Yeah, that's crazy. Exactly. If you saw Enemy at the Gates, the character was inspired by Ludmila Pavlenchenka. And so anyway, after the war, so basically she got during the Battle of Sevastopol, she got hit by a mortar herself and she was evacuated. They wouldn't even evacuate the generals, but they evacuated her via submarine back to the States where she went on tour with Eleanor Roosevelt to try and get the U.S. involved in the war, which is insane. She went on this giant tour. And the American media was treating her like shit. They were asking her like the most sexist questions, like what kind of makeup did you wear? And are you upset that your uniform makes you look fat? And finally she had had enough. And she goes, gentlemen, I'm 24 years old. I've killed 309 fascists. Don't you think you've been hiding behind my skirt for long enough? My and makeup is blood. I just think that's the most- How do you like that, bro? Yeah. Huh? You like exactly. that? What do I condition my hair yeah. with? Oh, just brain matter. Often. Exactly. Like, okay. can you imagine this woman? This woman, Chris Kyle's numbers are nothing compared to Ludmila Pavlinchik. You know what I mean? Like, she was badass. She was scorned, bro. Trench warfare was so brutal, you know? It's like, today we do have a little more technology with Star Wars-style systems, you know, where then it was like a shovel meant something, <laughs> okay? Grenade. And if you're lucky, you had a gun. Shovel and grenade. <laughs> Get your gun. Yeah, so anyway, we did that. We wrote this show, and we were obviously then the whole Ukraine-Russia thing popped off. And I'm like, well, we're definitely not doing any <laughs> Russian sniper series now. So that also got rugged. But intentionally, we rugged ourselves on that when we were like, not doing it. Oh, yeah, the rug happens. Perseverance is what matters. And look, thankful for the military, because they taught us to just put our head down and keep going. You know, like, okay, I've been through this before. I'm resilient. I know how to bounce back and I'm very grateful for that. So like after that, we wrote a pilot with Jimmy Kimmel that was actually based on Sean, the Green Berets real life. His parents like adopted this 12 year old from the Ukraine. It was a beautiful story. We wrote that as well. It, it didn't go to series, but after that we started Kino, which is the company that I'm doing now. And basically my company fights to protect the rights of artists. So basically, you know how the studio system is not appropriately compensating people. My goal is that we can finance films and actually make sure that everybody sees upside. So it doesn't matter if you're a director with a giant name or a first time PA, no matter what, you should see a part of the back end. Because I have friends of mine who have created for very big companies, like a billion dollar plus franchises. So they're making over a billion dollars in value, but they're only being paid a couple hundred thousand dollars. And while a couple hundred thousand dollars seems like a lot to anyone not in LA, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, it doesn't go that far here. So we launched this company that basically helps artists paid. And 
you know, I look at like some of my favorite movies, like they're stunt actors that are literally putting their lives on the line and then they're getting paid pennies. And that to me isn't equitable. I'm just like, hey, you know what? We're all building this piece of art, this huge, valuable piece of IP. When that thing makes money, everybody should profit. And so we created a system in which that can happen. And we took this idea, pitched it to Scout for Sequoia Capital. Do you know Sequoia Capital? They backed like Uber and Google. It's a big VC fund, but they came in. And then, you know, Ben Taft at Mirror Labs, he doubled down with his own fund. Then we got like MetaWeb, which is a big VC in the Web3 space. They backed us as well and actually is our lead investor. And then Slow Ventures came on board. And so we now are a venture-backed company that's financing film and television. And what I'm doing for the general populace like yourself, if you're a fan of film and TV, is you can actually invest in a movie and make money when that movie makes money. Or if you're not an investor, let's say... we you're a fan of Star Wars, right? If we were around when Star Wars was made, you could buy Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. And then after the movie's wrapped, so you could buy it before the movie's made. After it's wrapped, I ship that lightsaber to you and you have the digital proof of authenticity to prove that that's the OG. Or if you're just a fan, you could come out, walk the red carpet behind the cast and crew, watch the premiere with everybody, and then go to a giant party afterwards. And you know, no matter what, you also get to be a part of a community around the TV shows that we're making. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I understand that. 
I understand that completely. No, I'm just like agreeing on your attack and approach, you know, to be able to have the digital space covered, which is cool, which is popping off. A lot of people still don't understand NFTs or maybe don't understand a lot of that terminology. It's here. There's a blockchain. And if that Star Wars lightsaber was on the blockchain in the beginning from the 70s and had traded hands so many times, the original person still gets paid for that service. So that's pretty cool. I understand that. Yeah, that's cool. So for those of you who aren't into blockchain, what I love is that our company is doing Web3, but it doesn't feel like Web3. Because I love crypto. I think that a lot of the things that are in the space, especially with NFTs and crypto, there's a lot of like open Ponzi schemes, right? Like these are just blatant pyramid schemes. They're rugging people and taking their money and that's not good. But the underlying technology is going to change our world. And I am so excited because what I see as an opportunity as an artist is for my rights to be protected and my payout to be protected in perpetuity. So that means that, you know, when we're raising for a film, the future of film and television is that when I create something and it makes money, automatically we can make payments to everybody that's involved so that they're making sure that they get their cut, which is crazy because it's not how the system works right now. No, musicians should totally be doing this, all their tickets should be done digitally, okay? Because as soon as it goes up in value and that scalper's now selling it for $1,000, they're still getting a cut of the actual event money that they're not getting. Because when a scalper sells something to you on one of these apps or websites that you're forced to go and look for your favorite artist on, okay? And then all of a sudden, you're like, what happened to like the $69, $89 seats? How come everything's three, $500? It's because you're getting scalped just in a more polite way through your cell phones. And so... No longer are the guy standing on the corner saying, get tickets. It's all done through your own. You're laying in bed. You're searching for that guy on those apps. And, and the artist isn't making that money. Okay? So you think, oh, yeah. Ramstein's making $1,000 a ticket. No, they're not. <laughs> no. No, 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 it's they're great. Not. Ticketing is one of the most interesting use cases for blockchain for me because of that. And I think it's so brilliant that you recognize that value. So th they call it secondary market trading, right? Which is when I buy something and then I turn around and resell it for a profit. And then every time that that is resold, a, a small percentage of that goes back to the artists. And what I love is that this is going to empower us to make a more sustainable film and television career. Because what we don't understand is like, we look at people like the Friends group, you know, they're million dollars every year still from royalties. They're just insane amounts of money. Even the biggest TV yeah, syndicated. Even the biggest TV shows today, the creators and actors are making pennies compared to what those people made. And my favorite example is Squid Game. Did you watch Squid Game? Yeah. On Netflix? Yeah. The creator of that show, that's a $900 million plus value to Netflix. The creator of that show made a few hundred thousand dollars. And that's insane. Like that, it's not equitable. And, and if we can create a system in which we can make sure that people get paid in perpetuity and that it can happen for as long as we're like watching this thing, we're still getting value back. That's the future of every industry, actually. I don't think that it's just in film and TV or music or the arts, but this is actually blockchain is going to change everything. It's going to change the way that we do real estate because what people don't understand is that this is really just a smart contract and an ability for payments. So the example that I would use is, dude, I love that bandana. It's rad. I want to buy that bandana. And so what you can do is I can look on the blockchain and go, oh, that's a real bandana. We can confirm that that's real. You can confirm that my money is real. And then we can make an automatic swap. 
And it happens instantaneous without the need for lawyers and banks and all those other middlemen. Like we can actually exchange value peer to peer. And that's the future of the world. And it's cool because like all kinds of things as a medic, I'm super excited, former medic. I'm super excited about what it's going to do to the medical industry too, because now my data and social media and all that shit, like it's mine. And then corporations will have to pay me to use my data. And that's a way for us to kind of create some universal basic income and solve some of our issues and all of these other issues that we're seeing in the world. Because right now, companies are taking our data and exploiting it without even compensating us. They're getting huge amounts of value. And we don't even know that it's happening. I'm excited because I think that blockchain has the opportunity to change the world. And it's beyond an NFT. I don't even think that term right. is going to stick around. And I understand the non-fungible token. As a business owner, I sell airsoft war game equipment and like replica rifles for war games. We do a ton of that here in Utah. I keep joking around like we should make all of our receipts NFTs because there's a huge used market of airsoft guns that people are buying and selling back and forth. If you buy it from me, first of all, you're buying it from Rad at my shop and we love the game and so we love you. Second, it's now like kind of like a souvenir you have of your transaction with us, right? Like getting your own shirt right here of me with me on it. Like, cool, right? <laughs> so see what I did right there? So what I'm getting at is if it was a digital ownership like the lightsaber conversation, I would always get a payout. If a car dealer thought for a second, I should put all my contracts into a digital format so that if it sells to someone else, I still get paid. Yeah, exactly. That can happen with real estate. It can happen with so many things. Also, this airsoft thing is super interesting. I help train actors and stuff sometimes, like our friends that are like, hey, I've got this big role. And I'm like, great, don't run around with a chicken wing, you know? Yeah, really, yeah, keep it tucked in. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. If you have replica shit, we should talk. I might buy some stuff. <laughs> I got a Panzerfaust, bro. How replica you want to get? RPG seven replicas? I love you want to take it apart? You know? Yeah, I got M two forty nines. I've got MG thirty twos that are like tweaked out. My best friend's yeah. also my business partner, Ajax. Just really a yeah. surgeon. I say it all the time. I'm a physician's assistant, bro. When it comes to airsoft, I'm the PA. <laughs> I'm like, let me see if I can holistically fix your shit. Okay. <laughs> oh, you need surgery. You need those guys. I think my favorite is like, yeah. hey, my gun has a problem on the phone. I'm like, yeah. And it's not firing. I'm like, okay. So it could be the heart or you could be choking. I can't diagnose yeah. it over the phone, bro. You got to come and let yeah. me see uh, it. Let me just telepathically. I got it. Yeah. It's an M4, Rad. What brand? I don't know. M4? <laughs> yeah. I love it though. So yeah, you just hit me up. And if anybody's interested, just look me up. Utah Airsoft. I'm real easy to find. I'm, I don't hide. I'd rather yeah. not. Yeah, I'm right here. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love do it, too. Love it. I love that you do some Hollywood. I love that you came from, you know, a tight upbringing, I'm going to call it, where you made your way out of your situation. And I think that perseverance to go into the military to become a combat medic and then come out and go after Hollywood shows that you can transition as a military person. I didn't have the most glorified experience in the military myself, but I've transitioned and I've become successful. And, you know, and I know that we can keep talking this message, you know, about our friends that are veterans and having a hard time. There's, there's opportunities, you know, we just got to chase them. Yeah. I think that it is one of the most important things I think for us to recognize that the best days are still ahead of us. And I think that one of the problems that we have as a, a group, we've fallen in love 
with our narrative of being a soldier. And I'm very grateful for my experience. Don't get me wrong, but I don't ever want to live my life looking in the rearview mirror, right? Like if I'm always looking back and I'm not paying attention to what's in front of me, then life becomes very nihilistic and hopeless. And I don't see the mission that's in front of me. And I think if there's anything that I hope we can do as a, a community, it's help each other look forward. And there's some really cool programs. If, if you're a veteran and you're into like film and television, check out VME, Veterans in Media and Entertainment, vmeconnect.org, founded by a good friend of mine, run by some really amazing people who are friends of mine. And I have brought a veteran onto every show that I've ever done, whether that's in an assistant position or a PA. You know, we've tried to hire a lot of vets because I believe in supporting the community. But yeah, this group is cool. They give you like internship opportunities if you're into that. They give you like education. I actually met my producing partner, Sean, through VME. We like came together. We hit it off. He was the guy that was telling me about UCB and Groundlings. I highly recommend Sounds like you said he was the comedy gold. He's the guy that brings the, the comedy to the party. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's a lunatic. One of my favorite people to work with. I'm just setting his expectations so when I meet him, <laughs> they better be... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. They're way up here. And then when you meet him, you'll be like, this guy? No, he's awesome. Come on, bro. Uh, you better be funny. Working, exactly. When we first started working together, we were both full-time jobs. Like I was in school working on my MFA. And so we were doing the military thing. We were up at ODARC 30 writing before he would go in and do sessions at the gym, you know, like in between at lunches, all that kind of stuff. And it was so great to have someone because even though we were working so hard, he was also that guy, especially in the military, you know who I'm talking about, where he's like, always a little bit too funny you know so even when things are very stressful he's cracking jokes and i love that because it's like life was never so serious and you know especially now it's like no lives are on the line <laughs> stakes are yeah. way low Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work it's your neck though that you're putting out there so like they say i mention this often on the airplane when they say put your mask on first for yourself and then take care of the others so even right there it's a gentle reminder to always take care of yourself so that you could take care of others because if you don't take care of yourself you're not going to be a help to anybody else all right so i love that so as long as you're always maintaining yourself now i know you got a hard step off to get to your other job. So if I'll give you like the last little bit to say whatever you have, you know, and if there's anything you want to pitch or promote as well on the soft rep show here, as I fix my wires in my ears. <laughs> Love it. Thanks. Totally. The thing that I I'm working on right now is Kino K I N O app, app dot X Y Z. We are launching film and television and you can be involved. It's something that I'm super excited about. I'm passionate about it because we're one, we're protecting artists' rights. We're making the industry more efficient, but then we're also giving some really cool opportunities. So if you love film and television or you're interested in film and TV, I think definitely check us out. My goal is to allow fans to connect with the artists and the filmmakers that they love and for us to do some really cool shit together. We're building an amazing community. Like if you invest through one of our projects, you can do an AMA with the casting crew. So you can literally like come in and ask questions to the directors, actors, writers. You can get updates from set. You can be a part of this art that we're creating together. And we have some really cool names that I can't legally talk about yet. Very frustrated about that. But it's going to be announced soon. These are like Emmy, Golden Globe, and Oscar winning and nominated talent. It's so much fun. This industry is insane. And I'm very grateful that I've been able to work with some pretty incredible people. Also, right now, I'm going to just give a quick shout out to Nate Boyer, who's also a Green Beret, uh, co-produced a movie with him and Sliced Alone. And I also acted in it. It's called MVP, Emerging Vets and Players. It's based on a nonprofit that exists here in LA that basically helps soldiers who are transitioning out of the military and pro athletes who are transitioning out of their career field. We work out together and find you know, purpose and drive moving forward. And it's amazing to me how many, especially with the footballers, how many similar comparisons there are with like TBI and all that stuff. And also just needing a purpose. Yeah, I guess those are the things that I would plug if I had two minutes. (laughs) Yeah, no, totally. That's totally cool. And I I feel like I should just open up another can of worms with that whole Nate Boyer because, you know, he's the reason why Colin Kaepernick even takes a knee, right? Is because, and met with Colin Kaepernick during the whole sit down when he would sit down for injustice. And then he said, why? And I'm just loosely quoting it before we end our show. It's like, well, I just don't know else how to do it. He's like, why don't you take a knee for respect for the soldiers? And he's like, I can do that. And so he does that. 
Well, and, <laughs> he does that. It's interesting to me because I think it's a sign of respect. And I'm so surprised at how the media has gotten a hold of that and twisted that narrative yeah. because most people don't even know that a Green Beret is the one who suggested that he take a knee. And that Colin Kaepernick was like, yeah, of course, I'm not trying to disrespect troops. I'm happy to take a knee for the fallen. And everybody turned it around. Yeah, it's wild. Totally. It's, it, it is wild, wild. But I know what's yeah. up. I know yeah. the truth. So as long as there's people yeah, out there that know the truth. <laughs> it's right. The truth will set you free. That's <laughs> a amen to that. Amen to that, my fellow brother. Amen. <laughs> All right. So with that said... I have had the wonderful opportunity to interview you, Daryl, and I hope that you have much success. Thanks for not saying my name and all those classified names. I don't mean to leak it out right now, but thank you. Keeping it, keeping it classified. Uh, if you need a big hairy Viking, you, lo- you know where to find me. To my listener on Soft Rep Radio, go check out what this dude's all about and go support your local film project and see if you can be a grip on set and start climbing that ladder of film basic training 101 locally. You'd be surprised how much you'll fall in love with it like I did. And my name is Rad, and this is another episode of Soft Rep Radio, and I'm saying peace. You've been listening to Soft Rep Radio. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.